Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is the Joe Martino Show. What are we going to talk about today? Here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the fact that all change starts with first accepting where you're at. If you can't accept where you're at, you're cheating yourself out of the opportunity to actually create change in your life. Let's kick it off. This is the Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. Go ahead and just we'll kick it right off with an email that I got. Someone wrote it and they were like, hey, Joe, essentially what they said was, I feel like your last episode was pretty similar to the episode just two episodes before it. And the reason for that is they were pretty similar. They were close. There was a difference, though, a distinction. One is about planning for your future and owning that you have to plan it, that you have to plan your life, and that excuses really don't get you that far. The other one is a little bit more about, hey, as you look at your life, one of the things that that happens as you start to stop is that we we start to wish about cards that we didn't have. We start to wish about, hey, this didn't happen or that did happen. And we have to step back from that and own the cards that we that we have. What happened in our lives happened to us. We don't control who hurts us. We don't control who does injustice to us. We don't control a lot of those things. But we 100% control how we respond. And so that was the distinction. One's talking to everyone about, hey, how do you plan forward? The other one's talking to people who feel like, oh, I just can't go and do this anymore because my ex-wife, my ex-husband, my dad, my mom, my brother, my sister, whatever. I hope that that explains the difference a little bit and I appreciate the email. All right, let's kick it off with today's topic. And when I talk to people about this topic, sometimes people get upset. Sometimes they get very frustrated because one of the things that, that is true, if we're going to be better at what we're doing, we have to accept the fact that we own our lives. By and large, every person listening to this podcast can do what they want with their life. You can accomplish what you want to accomplish. You can do what you want to do. But you have to start by accepting where you're at and who you are. And so many people lie to themselves. So many people tell themselves something that isn't true. I was reading an interview by Cal Ripken. Maybe many of you don't know who he is. But he played the most consecutive games in Major League Baseball uh, for a very long time, he played, I mean, a very, very long time. He played for the Baltimore Orioles. And when he broke the streak, I was living in Maryland, maybe Northern Virginia. I don't remember. I lived in that area for a while in different places. And he was, he did an interview where he talked about how frustrated he was with people who would watch people play and they, and they would say, oh, well, I could guard him. I could do this. And he said, they just have no idea how difficult what we do is and they overestimate their abilities. I do a lot of business consulting, and the number one feedback that I get from employers, because often I'll tell them, you should ask your employees, how good are you? And the number one feedback that I get is often that the employees have no idea how bad they actually are versus how good they actually are. They tend to lie to themselves about their skills. Even when I'll do consultations, I was working with a company one time and uh, the, it was a father and four daughters. And the father said, you know, I think this, da 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 Literally all four daughters were like, no, that isn't accurate. It's much, much worse than that. 
And one of the things that I had to step back with in, with that organization is I had to step back and talk to him and say, hey, you're going to have to face the reality of what, what, what's going on with your company. You're going to have to face the reality of what's going on with your relational intelligence, with your emotional intelligence, with how you're moving forward. You're going to have to face that. If you don't have any money in retirement, you're going to have to face that you're not ready to retire. Now, maybe you're young. If you have bad health, you're going to have to face that you have bad health. But one of the things that you're also going to have to face is most people are not going to understand your health. Now, you can wish that they do. You can hope that they do. You can invite them to understand it but they probably won't and you're going to have to choose how you respond. But it starts with owning where you are at and accepting it. If you're not good at uh, time management and you tell yourself you are, you're doing yourself a disservice. Speak the truth to yourself. Talk truthfully to others and to yourself. In fact, start with talking truthfully to yourself because if you can't talk truthfully to yourself, I doubt you will talk truthfully to others. So speak the truth to yourself. Don't just listen to yourself. Speak the truth to yourself. Because once you do that, then you open up the path for all the things that you can do. Things like you have to become comfortable with failure if you're going to succeed. You have to be comfortable with failure. Or you can avoid failure, but you probably won't succeed at anything other than just waking up and going to work and coming home. And there are people that are okay with that. And if you're that person... Blessings to you, seriously. But most people want more. You want to go to school? You're probably going to struggle a little bit. You want to go start a business? You're going to struggle. You want to get a promotion? You might get turned down. What does it take to stop you? When you answer that question, speak truthfully to yourself. There are so many people I hear, they're just, oh man, this COVID, oh man, that COVID. And listen, I get it. We live in Michigan. Uh, According to something I read, I think it was USA Today, we're one of three states where restaurants are locked, locked down currently with very little science and data to suggest that restaurants are actually a source of spreading uh, the virus. And I've talked to a lot of people who are just railing against that. And what has been interesting to me is to observe what they say to themselves after they're done railing against it. It's not, that, it's not bad that they're frustrated that they have to be shut down. It's not bad that they feel like they're being... Uh, having an injustice done against them. Even if you support the governor, you should be, you should be at a place where you can give them the freedom to feel that feeling. But what do they say to themselves after that? There are people that I run into and they have had uh, some things happen to them and they use those things that have happened to them to not speak the truth to themselves about the work that they've put in. Right? So I talk to people and they're like, hey, I'm not very good at this. Okay, how much work have you put in? How much effort have you put in? What is the amount of energy that you have given to becoming better? If the answer is little to none, well, then you've got to be willing to say that. You've got to admit that. Don't sit there and talk to yourself about how wonderful your effort has been if it hasn't. Well, I don't like failure. Yeah, I don't know too many people that do. But the more you get involved in affecting change in your life, the more comfortable you can become with failure and the subsequent feeling of not liking it. And that's okay. But life doesn't work where you succeed more than you fail. I don't know anywhere where that works. Anywhere. The only place that I know of where it works that you 
succeed more than you fail as video games because you can rig that. You can set it. You can go in and tweak the settings. But in the rest of life, you will fail. You will encounter hardship more than you won't. And you have to become comfortable with failure and hardship. After you've admitted to yourself how much preparation you've done for that. After you've admitted to yourself what does it mean to move forward because that's how we set ourselves up for success by starting with this is where I'm at and this is what I've done. This is the reality of who I am, of my effort, of my talents. You have to speak truth to yourself. You have to start with where you're at. If you're telling yourself you're great at math and you go go apply for a job that requires you to be great at math, you're going to struggle. Now, maybe you can pull it off, but maybe you ought to say to yourself, hey, I'm not that good at math. And maybe you can get better. Maybe there's things you can do that can help you be able to do that job. Whatever it is, you have to embrace where you're at and then become comfortable with the struggle. If you feel like parenting is hard, awesome. Tell yourself that. Speak the truth to yourself. And then embrace the struggle. If you don't like your kids today because they did fill in the blank, that's okay. And then tell yourself the truth and embrace the struggle. Embrace the struggle. I've talked about this before. I get so tired of people saying, well, I don't have enough time. No, no, no. You have enough time. You make time for what you want. You just don't embrace the struggle. Well, something makes me. No, 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 no. It doesn't make you. you. You feel that when that thing happens and that's fine. You need to admit that. And then you have to embrace the struggle to act in a certain way that is the most productive way for you to respond to whatever that negative action was and negative emotion. Life is hard and it's complicated. That's one of the truths we have to tell ourselves. That's one of the places we have to start. We probably won't make sense of all of life. We won't probably make life make 100% sense. We rarely know what we'll do in any given situation. We think we know what we'll do. And that distinction is important. My wife and I were recently talking about a leadership, a place where we worked, where we were in a leadership. And it was, it was a train wreck. It was awful. They lied to us. And yet, if I tell myself the truth, there's things I did that I could have done better. I take ownership of it. We were talking about people that we know that got involved in things and the people around them didn't respond the way that they want. And so now, well, I'm just done with the whole thing. Okay, what do you own in that? Are you telling yourself the truth or are you whining? Because whining is often lying to yourself. And this is where I see people get stuck because, oh, my problem's too big. You don't understand how big my problem is or how terrible it is. My problems are greater than anyone else's. Those friends hurt me. Those friends that I thought we'd be friends with forever, we're not friends anymore, so I can't be friends with anybody else ever again. That's whining. It's lying to yourself, and it's silly. More importantly, it's not helpful. It keeps you stuck where you're at. If you refuse to face where you're at and take ownership of what you did and or are doing, You are refusing to give yourself the ability to change. You're refusing to give yourself the ability to be better, to move forward. You just are. It's it's okay. You you get to do what you want. Because remember, this whole thought started with you, you are free to do whatever you want with your life. Most people are, at least. But most people don't do what they want with their life because they're not willing to tell themselves the truth. They're not willing to own where they're at, which might be... I'm more comfortable in my fear and disappointment than I am in taking the risk to be better. I sold my motorcycle recently and I'm very sad. And at the same time, I'm happy because I didn't think I'd sell it in the middle of the winter. 
But if I'm going to actually process my emotions, gain a better self-understanding of myself, I have to admit I'm also sad. When we lie to ourselves and or refuse to accept where we're at or what's actually going on, we cheat ourselves of the opportunity to change it. I'm going to say that again. When you lie to yourself, when I lie to myself about where you're at or about where I'm at and what's going on inside of me, we cheat ourselves of the opportunity to change. Oh, I'm not overweight. I'm just big boned. Oh, okay. No, really, I am. I, I believe you. I used to say that too. Well, my, metabol my metabolism is slower than everyone else's. That could be true. It doesn't change the fact that you have to respond to it in a certain way if you're going to get the life that you want. Well, I, I struggle to read. Okay, you know how you get better at anything that you struggle with? You engage it again and again and again and again. Well, you don't know how terrible my dad was. You're right, I don't. But it doesn't matter. What matters is are you willing to tell yourself where you're at today because of how terrible your dad was? Are you willing to tell yourself, I don't like that person because, well, everybody else likes them. I don't care. How do you feel about them? I don't like this about myself. What we've done is, is we've tried to make self-esteem a thing that you can just tell yourself. You don't have to actually give effort. You don't actually have to work. And if you do not give effort and don't work and somebody calls you out on it, they're a hater. We're getting ready to relaunch my YouTube videos. So we made a whole bunch. And some of them, when I got them back, I was like, okay, we're going to have to re-record these. Not that because the editor did anything wrong, but I look dumb. My shirt, then one of them, I took it off a hanger, and you can see where the hangers were. Okay, well, so that's out. How much time do I want to put to this? The truth is, if I'm telling myself the truth, I don't know. What's my desired outcome? That one I have an answer for. And so you have to tell yourself the truth about where you're at in order to embrace the opportunity to grow. And this is really hard. It's really painful. There's a guy whose podcast I listen to, quite honestly, I don't think his content's any better than mine. In fact, I think his content's a little wonky. But he's a better communicator than I am. He has a bigger platform than I do. In part because he's a better communicator than I am. And I'm not talking about how you communicate thoughts. I'm talking literally about his delivery, yeah, his delivery on his podcast. For one, you never hear, blah, in his, like you hear in mine today, two or three times. He is better at his delivery. It is soft. It is smooth. It is like butter. And so one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is, is this just my voice? Or can I get better at it? Is there a way that I can get better at it? Can I get different software? Can I get a coach? How do I dial that down? But none of those questions come if I'm not willing to admit the truth. I worked with a couple one time and the wife said, our relationship is not good. And the husband's like, no, it is. Shockingly, he wasn't willing to put in a lot of work. That's sarcasm, by the way. He wasn't willing to put in a lot of work to get better. Why? Because his starting place was, it's fine. It's fine. In fact, let's just think about it. Let's just think about some of our natural responses to people that are complete and utter hogwash. They're lies. It's fine. Oh, no big deal. It's fine. Hey, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. That's fine. Or, hey, this happened. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no, it's fine. Or, or whatever. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but Joe, you're saying we ought, to, we ought to accept things. I agree. We should brutally accept things. 
But acceptance doesn't mean we change how we feel about it. Remember, all things happen across two planes. That's why these two planes are also good communication. Facts and feelings. What happened? What is your brain telling you about it? How do you feel about that? So a friend of mine, her husband gets a new car one day and uh, wrecks it the next. Oh, it's fine. I can't tell you the response that I wanted to say to her that ran through my head because this is a family show and I try not to use those words. But hogwash, we'll just leave it at hogwash. It's not fine. Well, there's nothing I can do about it. That's a true statement. That's a factual statement. But when we say fine, we ignore the feelings part of that equation. When we say, oh, it's fine, we're ignoring the feelings part of that equation. And so it's not fine. It's not okay. That happened. This is how I feel about it. And then what's next? Reality. Because now once we say, okay, this has happened. This is how I feel about it. Now we can make changes. Now we can move forward. No big deal. That's another one of our lies where we deny the truth. We don't talk to ourselves. Now, what we might want to say if we wanted to be honest was, hey, yep, you know what? That was very hurtful. And I believe that eventually I'll get to the place where I'm okay with it. But right now I'm very hurt. Well, but Joe, that could lead to some very awkward and uncomfortable conversations. I know. Seriously, I know. And yet, if we want to be change agents in our world, if we want to be people who leave a legacy to our children, if we just want to live the best life that we can live, we have to start with being comfortable with what's really going on. If you want to know how good you are at this, ask yourself how you responded the last time you had a meeting with your boss or your direct supervisor and they gave you feedback. How did you respond? Were you able to tell yourself the truth? How did you respond the last time your direct supervisor or your boss acted in a way that you didn't think was appropriate? How did you respond to that? Can you tell yourself the truth? If you can't, you are robbing yourself of the ability to change. If you're not happy in your marriage, lying to yourself and telling yourself that you are isn't going to help. It's just going to make it worse. Because your spouse isn't going to know there's anything to change. Now, that doesn't mean, right, when we, when we find out where the starting place is, that doesn't mean that we don't critique it, that we don't investigate it, that we don't look for our own uh, logical fallacies, that we don't look for the places where we lean into something wrong. We do all of that. But we don't start by lying to ourselves and saying, well, it's okay. Yeah, but you're not happy in your marriage. Well, no, I am. Well, you picked him because he's safe. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. And that's a really bad reason to pick a spouse. But now that you've admitted it, you can make changes. Well, I don't want to divorce him. Well, good. Who said anything about that change? You could just encourage him to not be safe, to, to make, uh, and I don't mean safe like we mean safe, safe space. I mean like to take risk, to engage in things that matter, that involve the possibility of failure. I have people tell me all the time, well, I want to be a counselor. Why? Well, because I think I'd be really good. Okay, why do you think that? Well, I don't know. Well, then you haven't investigated enough. I'm glad that you're telling yourself what you think, but you haven't investigated enough what you think and or why you think it. Well, I, I don't have any, okay, well, why, right? So, so we tell her, it's okay, it's no big deal, whatever, it's fine. You know, I don't have any money for retirement, but no big deal. I don't ever actually do anything that involves risk, but whatever. I'm really disappointed 
But oh, hey, it's okay. No, it's not. You're okay to be disappointed. And it might be okay at some point. But it's not okay today. Yes, it is, Joe, because I'm not dying. Yep, that's comparative grief. It never works. I'm tired. Yeah, that's, that's good. Then tell yourself that. So much of what I see on social media is people, like, they're putting stuff up. I'm like, this is awful. First of all, it's bad advice. But then secondly, it's not who this person is. But what it is, it's who they want to be, which is okay if they can admit that's who they want to be. I'm hurt, but whatever. Okay, so you're just going to dismiss your feelings? Well, no, but, you know, it doesn't matter. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, and how does that make you feel? Joe, that sounds like a counselor question, and you said this isn't counseling. It's a podcast. I agree. But you need to therapize yourself a little bit sometimes. What is the reality of the situation you're in, and how do you feel about it? Facts plus feelings. Accepting where you're at right now in this moment. I haven't been to a gym in just about a year, and I miss it. On top of that, I'm not working out, and it isn't because I don't have as much time, as enough time. It's because I haven't put in the prep work. My daughter moved into the room that I use as a boxing room, so I got to move my equipment out and get it reset up, and I haven't done that yet. That's on me. So often, people talk about what happens to them without talking about their own responsibility because they're not willing to admit where they're at. So I want to ask you, seriously, where are you today? What's going on in your life and how do you feel about it? That thing, we talked about commitments. What are you committed to? Not what you're capable of. Those things, those two or three things that you're committed to, how is that going? Have you been putting in the work to get it done? If you haven't, don't give an excuse. Just say, no, I haven't. I've been really busy. Nope, that's an excuse. No, it's a reason. Yeah, maybe, but it does. So so why have you been really busy? What are you going to take then out of your schedule? Okay, you know what? Well, I'll back up. I believe it's an excuse, and we can take it as a reason. So great, you've been too busy. So what are you taking out of your life? What's something that you're doing that you're going to stop doing so that you can stay committed to the thing that you committed to? You committed to it. I didn't commit you to it. I just want you to hold yourself accountable. But man, do we hate that word in 2021. What are you doing? Where are you at? I know a guy who had a mess of, an, of a tax situation. In fact, I think it's almost all sorted now. But I mean, we're talking like seven years of a tax mess up. We're talking about thousands of dollars paid uh, in back taxes because he had an accountant that couldn't handle his business structure. And she kept saying to him, no, no, I can. And he kept saying, oh, okay. They were both lying to themselves. And until he talked to me about it, I was like, dude, she can't handle your tax situation. And he was like, I know. And I'm like, okay, so now you just submitted to yourself where you're at. What are you going to do about it? Well, she, no, 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 no. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to have to get a new accountant. That's right. So he went and got another accountant and that guy wasn't very good. And so he came back to me. He's like, well, hey, this accountant isn't much better. Then go find another one. Own it. But you can't own it until you've admitted what's going on. Once he said, yes, my tax situation is just a mess. And I need to move on. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. So what's going on in your life? Really and truly, how are you doing today? Are you meeting goals that you have for your life? I don't have any goals. Okay, what are you afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. Hogwash. What are you doing with your life? You only get so many trips around the sun. What are you doing with it? 
sometimes we have to admit that we're more comfortable in our dysfunction than we are in the hope of being functional. Sometimes we're more comfortable in our dysfunction than we are in the hope of being functional. We are, and it's okay. But that's where you end up. And then you get stuck because you can't make changes on something you're not willing to admit. So what's going on in your life? What do you own in it? And how are you going to make changes? Know this. I believe in you. I don't even know you and I believe in you. You can do this. But you have to start by accepting where you're at. Are you too indulgent with your children? You got to admit that. Are you too strict with your children? You got to admit that. Are you too worried about grades? You got to admit that. Are you too not worried about grades? That one would be hard for me. I'd want to hear that one. But you've got to admit that. Whatever's going on in your life, if you can't admit it, you can't change it. I believe you can change anything in your life once you're willing to start with admitting where you're at. All right, my friends, thanks so much for listening. This is the week that we are dropping out new YouTube videos. Also, I am creating a few TikTok videos. I believe that we're going to post that link on my website in just a few weeks once I kind of get the hang of it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.